This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pets Aloud, Joy's very own show about pets, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. Thanks to the Checkpoint team for keeping us updated on what's been happening in the gaming world. I'm Emmanuel, and I'll be keeping you company until 5pm today. Joining me to talk all things pets and animals is my fellow Pets Aloud presenter, Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hello, and welcome back to you, because Thank we haven't you. done this show together for a little while. It's been a while, been a few weeks. It has, and it's um, been a really uh, busy week at the Lost Dogs Home, as it always is, with winter coming, and we're trying to prepare for all of the animals that are going to come to us in need of shelter and, and care as well. Yep, that's right. Um, our mobile desexing unit has been out and about as well, which is very exciting. So it's been, uh, what, over the last couple of days, it was at Darabin. Yeah, I think it was up at Darabin on um, Thursday, um, possibly Friday. It's yeah. also been uh, up at Hume in Broadmeadows and in at uh, Wyndham in yep. Werribee as well. So it's yep. desexed, I think, uh, between 300 and 400 cats so far since it started running. Yeah, it's about... Uh, 20 to 30 cats a day, something along Which those lines. Which um, is yeah. incredible. The team does a great job out yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. And it's a great way to help as well cat owners because desexing can be quite expensive otherwise. So making it a bit more affordable and accessible benefits them and benefits the cats as well. And Definitely. Yeah, hopefully overall will um, help to reduce the number of homeless cats in the community as well. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the end goal. That's the target, hopefully. <laughs> Been a busy week um, or busy few weeks of adoptions at the Lost Dogs Home as well. Our poor mate uh, adoption campaign wrapped up. Um, so we'll hear a bit more about that later on in the show. Yeah, great. And yeah, it is that time of year. The days are getting colder and wetter and all we want to do really is snuggle up and keep warm. So winter is here and just like us, our pets also feel the effects of the cooler weather. Definitely, yeah. And it's obviously a lot colder in the shelter. Um, we're relying a lot more on people to offer donations of um, blankets and that sort of thing to make sure the animals are kept warm. Absolutely. We're doing a, a small kind of fundraising campaign as well to help raise funds to buy these um, special blankets for the shelter dogs. Uh, yes, they're the polar special. fleece type, yeah. type material. Yeah. So they're a lot more durable than, than your standard blankets and they're yeah. really great at keeping the animals extra warm and comfy. Um, as well. So if anyone wants to learn more about how you can contribute to that campaign, you can find out more about it on our Facebook page, actually. So just go to uh, Facebook and search for The Lost Dogs Home. And I don't know about you, but I think my pets love winter because they get to, well, I mean, they get to come inside all the time, snuggle up near the yeah. heater. Well, my, I have a cat, so obviously she's pretty, um, She's pretty comfortable pretty all the time, cool. but she does like winter because she gets to snuggle up in the heat and with the heater on and that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, I've got two dogs at home and they kind of have free range. They go wherever they want, whether that's inside or outside, yeah. but they do claim a spot on the couch. <laughs> two really big dogs as well, and we've got two really big couches. And I always laugh when I go downstairs and I see my parents lying on the floor watching TV and the dogs are stretched <laughs> out on the couch sleeping. So it's obvious who rules the roost uh, in, in my house. <laughs> but that's how it should be, isn't it? I agree, it? yep. Now, winter is also a really busy time of year for shelters like the Lost Dogs Home, as we just mentioned. Um, we're expecting that about 5,000 animals are going to come through our doors during the winter months in need of shelter and care. 
Many of these animals will also need extra care and attention to help them prepare for adoption. Um, they might need surgery at our shelter hospital, perhaps some training in our behavioural program, or even time out of the shelter environment in foster care. The Lost Dogs Home is a charity organisation, so without the support of animal lovers like you, these programs, which give a second chance to so many animals, wouldn't even be possible. So whether you're a pet owner or an animal lover, today's edition of Pets Aloud is packed full of winter goodness just for you. We'll be talking all about caring for our pets during winter, so if you do have pets at home, stay tuned because we have lots of great information and handy tips that you will love. Now here's what's coming up on today's show. Dr. Alan Bolton from the Lost Dogs Home is going to share some tips and advice on what extra steps we need to take to keep our dogs and cats happy and healthy during the colder weather. Uh, for a lot of people, finding the motivation to exercise um, ourselves and our pets can be definitely be a struggle during winter. Um, our fellow Pets Allowed presenter, Kevin, is going to tell us why it's so important and also to share some ideas on how we can keep active with our pets. I'm looking forward to that because I struggle to find motivation at the best of times, let as alone during winter. <laughs> and also, as we mentioned, winter is a really busy time for animal shelters like the Lost Dogs Home. There are actually lots of ways you can help make a difference to animals in need this winter and we're going to tell you how. All that plus our news wrap, Pets of the Week and dog dates coming up. But first, let's hear from Naughty Boy featuring Beyonce and Aaron Benjamin. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. The Pets Aloud News Wrap. A look at the news of the week from the Lost Dogs Home. Our first news item of the week is about a cat who uh, was reunited with his family after more than two years missing. So in December 2013, beloved cat Phoenix vanished, leaving behind a heartbroken family. As the months went by, his family began to lose hope that they'd ever see him again. And his uh, owner, Cheryl, said the whole family was devastated. We all hoped Phoenix would turn up, but after six months missing, it was clear that this would not be the case. My husband and I would often speak about Phoenix and his disappearance and wonder what had be become of him. We were all grieving in our own ways. In May 2016, more than two years after Phoenix went missing, Cheryl received a life-changing phone call that she had always hoped for but had never expected. Phoenix had been found and taken to the Lost Dogs home. She said, I was so surprised and excited to get the call. When I told my son, he was so surprised that it took a few moments to sink in. Cheryl and her son Luke rushed to our North Melbourne shelter to be reunited with their beloved cat. When I arrived at the shelter, I felt nervously happy. It felt more like a dream come true. My son got him out of the carrier. Phoenix was very unsure, but he settled into my, son, my son's arms like days of old, Cheryl said. Now, Phoenix, uh, the reunion was only made possible thanks to a microchip, and the reality is that without that microchip and had the details not been up to date, it's unlikely that Phoenix's family ever would have seen him again. And so uh, Phoenix's owner, Cheryl, said, My first introduction to microchipping was with the Lost Dogs Home when we adopted two cats about 21 years ago. I would never want my cat or any animal to become stranded from their home, not able to find their way back. It's sad for the owner and for the animal. If they are microchipped, at least there is a chance. Microchipping is easy and effective. Visit National Pet Register at petregister.com.au to learn more about microchipping and why it's so important. It's understood where Phoenix has spent the last two years, but his story serves us as a reminder to do the right thing and hand in any found pets to give them the best chance of a prompt reunion with their family. Cheryl tells us, I think some people don't understand the heartache and anguish people go through when you lose a pet. People should hand over lost pets as the owner will worry and wonder what happened to their pet. 
And I, fortunately, I've never been in a situation where I've lost a pet, but I cannot even imagine what it would be like, especially missing for two years. You wouldn't think you would ever see them again. It's unbelievable. You know, I wonder what happened that whole time. <laughs> and, and that is exactly why we always try to spread the word about microchipping and how important it is. That's right. And our second news item of the week is a wrap-up of our poor mate adoption drive. So some shelter pets spend weeks or even months waiting for their perfect match to come along. And that was the case for Goofy Pooch Whitney, who spent about six weeks up for adoption at our North Melbourne shelter. So to help our long-term pets like her find new homes, we launched our poor mate adoption drive and halved their adoption fees from the 1st until the 13th of June. Now, Whitney was one of 59 long-term dogs and cats who found homes during the poor mate drive. Whitney now has a new family with Roncia and Justin, along with a new name, Nissa. And Roncia recently sent us a really lovely update on their newest addition, and here's what she had to say. I have always adopted pets from shelters, but when I saw that video of her, I fell in love. Nissa has decided she just loves her new home. She enjoys playing in the backyard with Justin. She has her own bed in the lounge where she sits with us when we watch TV. Nissa has a blue rope toy that is actually a pig. She carries it around the house and sleeps with it. Anything with a rope is fun for Nissa. And car rides, she loves the car. Her affection towards us already has been amazing over the last week and the excitement when one of us comes home. She can't stand still when we get home and just wants scratches on her belly and to get close to you for big cuddles. Animals that come for a shelter have this look in their eyes when you first bring them home that says, I'm so glad I came home with you. The love and bond they have with their carers at the shelter is just adorable. Your staff are amazing. Since bringing Nissa home, I've enjoyed every moment spent with her, and I'm forever grateful that I made that trip down to the Lost Dogs home to meet her. Since talking to others about my new family member, I believe I have changed some people's opinions of shelter pets, and I believe more will adopt in the future. And if you do want to follow in Roncia and Justin's footsteps and welcome a shelter pet into your home, and obviously we highly recommend it because both of us have done so many times, <laughs> Manuel, um, you can visit dogshome.com to meet our adoptable cats. And speaking of which, let's introduce you now to one of the very special animals up for adoption at our North Melbourne shelter. This week's Pet of the Week. So this week's Pet of the Week is Bear. Uh, he's two years and three months old and he is a Brindle Mastiff Cross. I might have a soft spot for Brindle Mastiff Crosses, seeing as though I do have one at home and she's possibly the best dog in the whole world. <laughs> now, Bear's animal ID is 1008428 uh, and he is a really cuddly dog who's searching for a couch that fits just right. He's looking for a home where he can be included in your daily activities because he really does love to be part of the family and he loves human company as well. Now, Bear absolutely loves to play and have fun and uh, we've noticed at the shelter that squeaky toys uh, seem to be his favourite. But there's definitely more to this beautiful boy than just his handsome face and playful demeanour. He is a real sweetheart who would love nothing more than to cuddle up with his family and experience what it's like to, to have a family and to have a home of his very own. Now, Bear has been uh, under the care of the behaviour team at the Lost Dogs Home and he has learned so much during his time with us, which really proves how smart he is. Not only can he sit and drop, but he's also learned to walk really nicely on a loose lead and he also comes when you call him. And uh, the behaviour team have also taught him to go to his bed and settle for some quiet time, sort of teaching him how to be a bit more independent. And if you can offer Bear a loving home and help him continue to reach his full potential, he will definitely repay you with a lifetime of love and loyalty. He's an amazing dog. 
So if you missed the ID number or if you just want some further information on how to adopt, um, look for Bear on the Lost Dogs Home website at dogshome.com. You can also contact our North Melbourne shelter on 9329 2755 or visit in person at 2 Gracie Street, North Melbourne. If you are looking to adopt from the Lost Dogs Home, please give the shelter a call before you visit, just to make sure the animal you're interested in is still available and isn't already going through the adoption process with another family. Now the cooler weather is here and we're really starting to feel those winter chills, but we're not the only ones. Our pets are feeling them too. If you're a dog owner, stay tuned for some handy tips on how to keep your pooch happy and healthy this winter. Pets allowed on Joy 94.9. The days are starting to get a lot colder and wetter. Winter is definitely upon us. We're not the only ones who feel the effects of winter. Our dogs do too. We take extra measures to keep ourselves healthy and comfortable at this time of year, and it's very important that we also do the same for our fairy friends. After all, they rely on us to take care of them. From letting our dogs indoors to giving them more blankets or even a snug coat, there are lots of things we can do to keep our canines warm and cosy as the temperature drops. Um, Kristen, what do you do for your dogs over winter that's different? Well, look, as I mentioned before, they rule the roost anyway. They go wherever they want and do whatever they want, and they can (laughs) sort of claim anyone's bed in the house, but they love to snuggle up on the couch during winter. They kind of nap, and then they quickly duck outside, go to the toilet, and run right back inside and return to their spot on the couch. So they are living the life that... I kind of wish I was living. Yeah, it sounds pretty good, actually. And when I previously had dogs, I had two very large dogs as well. And um, yeah, same story with them. They had access to inside and outside the house. Um, and they just um, spent more time in front of the heater during winter, basically. Big dogs <laughs> are couch potatoes, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they really are. They're they the really best. are. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, let's flash back to last winter when our fellow Pets Aloud presenters, Oz and Dr. Alan Bolton, shared some tips on how to take care of our dogs during the cooler months. We need to start off um, with outdoor dogs because, okay. you know, uh, people do have outdoor dogs. I mean, a lot of us love to keep our pets indoors, but uh, for whatever reason, you know, people do keep their dogs outdoors as well. So um, what are your suggestions, particularly around this time of the year, if people plan to keep their dogs Look, I guess outdoors? some dogs are much more resilient and resistant to cold temperatures than others. And if they're used to being outside, then they're going to live outside and, and that's fine. Like you said, I mean, I tend, my dogs live indoors mm. and they would hate being outside. I guess you you know small dogs won't do so well outdoors older mm. dogs we need to be careful with um if they are staying outside you need to make sure that they've got a decent draft free kennel that it's somewhere sheltered so it they provide shelter from rain frost and wind they need lots of good bedding and i guess if they're you know if they're outdoors in the cold probably need to feed them a bit more because they're going to bone right. up yeah. okay yes. so just even um going about their normal daily life so. they, they can warm. yeah if it's really cold burn up more might. calories yep. okay and in terms of um you know would you give them some indoor time too like i think so i mean what's the point in having a dog if it's outside all the time and yeah. certainly you know the dogs that we find coming into the home a lot are dogs that people just leave outside and don't really interact with so yeah. um yeah i think when you're at home they should probably be in with you if at all possible or else you should be out with them yeah you know but I engaging think, socializing yes. obviously you have to engage and you have to play and keep them active. Yeah. What about uh, indoor dogs? How do we keep them happy and healthy through the winter months? Well, they're pretty straightforward because not much changes really. I mm. guess, you know, if you've got lots of heating on, they and especially if they've got sort of thick coats, then they probably want to have somewhere cool that they can go um, just so that they can pick and choose. You need to keep exercising them. So if you keep walking them as you do, as you do normally. If you don't want to take them out, then exercise them indoors. You can play games. And I guess just, you know, for all dogs, make sure that they've got access to food and water 
Yeah, we'll have more tips on exercising your dogs coming up soon. Uh, but one one other thing that I wanted to add to that is um, keeping them hydrated. We do tend to sort of forget that in the, the cooler months, thinking that, you know, that might not need as much water, but they always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's more an issue in, in summer. And most healthy dogs and cats, if with access to water, will look after that themselves. You don't need to worry about that. If they're ill, then dehydration can be a symptom of that. But mm-hmm. as long as they've got access to clean water, yeah. they'll sort themselves out. So what about our golden oldies out there? How do we make sure that they're happy? They certainly feel the cold more and especially, you know, just like older people, they get stiffer if they've got arthritis, you know, they're not quite so, don't find it so easy to move. So they need a warm bed. Um, lots of people have heated beds for them, um, yes. which is very nice. Yep. And it's, it's worth, you know, if you notice any of these problems, it's probably best just to talk to your vet about anything that can sort of help them along. Mm-hmm. And um, with your senior pets, do you do anything in particular? I mean, maybe they exercise a little bit less. I have two old dog, older dogs and one young dog, and my two older dogs are very bonded and do everything together, so they always sleep together. You know, they've got a really nice bed. They probably don't get walked as much in winter, and I tend to take Hector out by himself before work um, just because he's ready to go. And they're, quite, they're f- funny. Even when they were young, they never really get up before 11.30 in the morning. <laughs> They'll get up, and they go out to the garden and go to the toilet, and then they come back in, and Retired. they both go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. They're pretty lazy. Well, why did yeah, don't force them. Just well, we don't, you know. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they will not go for walks before two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. They will not do it. Yeah. Whereas Hector likes going, so he gets up and gets his own walk in the morning. Okay, and finally, our grooming and paw care. We generally advise uh, pet owners not to get their their dogs particularly clipped right back, really um, short. Yeah, which yeah. is just common sense, really, yeah. isn't it? And um, for greyhounds and other breeds that have the the really short coat, to and really thin skin. Greyhounds and whippets have really really thin skin. They do. So they are dogs that probably that do need coats when they're out and about but most dogs with normal coats and normal skin thicknesses do quite well without coats mm-hmm. mine hate coats yeah so it's a, a case by case thing yeah really uh, and what about poor care Look, I guess sometimes I guess cold weather can dry them out a bit, so just keep an eye on it. You probably don't want to wash them too much mm. um, again, but just watch yeah and if they do get a little cracked, uh, just apply some vaseline yeah, you can yep. do that. That was Dr. Ellen Bolton from the Lost Dogs Home uh, and Pets Allowed presenter Oz giving us some tips on how we can keep our dogs happy and healthy during winter. If you do have any questions about your dog's health or well-being at winter or any other time of the year, uh, please do have a chat with your vet. You can also make an appointment at the Frank Samways Vet Clinic by calling 9329 or dropping in uh, in person at 1 Boundary Road, North Melbourne. The cold, and weather, the cold weather and rainy days are here. We're not the only ones who feel the effects of winter. Our pets do as well. If you're a cat owner, stay tuned for some handy tips on how to keep your feline happy and healthy this winter. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Today we're talking all about how to care for our pets during winter. Just like us, our pets feel the effects of the winter chill, so we need to take some extra steps to help keep our feline friends happy and healthy. Now, we spoke about dogs earlier in the show, and while you might not think cats need extra care, they actually do need a little bit of extra care when it's a bit colder. So now let's flash back to last winter when Pets Allowed presenters Oz and Dr. Alan Bolton shared some tips on how to take care of our cats during the cooler months. What do you need to do if you're keeping an indoor cat during winter? Well, indoor cat probably doesn't change that much because the environment doesn't change, but I guess it will be warmer. So just like with dogs, maybe they should have access to somewhere that isn't that hot if you can do that. Also with that heat thing, monitoring them around heaters, as um, Beck mentioned earlier in the program. Sometimes they get really close. They do. Way too close. And they fall asleep there too. So So 
kind of maybe you want to sort of cut off access yeah, to that. Yeah, have a so grill. That, yeah, so yep. they can't get too close. Um, older cats often have arthritis, and cats mm. don't show it in the same way as dogs because oh, really? cats, well, because we don't take cats for walks. So cats will hide lots mm. of things by just sleeping a little bit more or moving a little bit less, which okay. you don't really notice. Whereas with your dog, if you're taking him or her for a walk and she's getting stiff and sore, you kind of pick up on it straight away. So it's probably worth getting older cats checked out. Again, they need a warm bed. You might, if they're finding it a bit hard getting up to it, you might have to move it somewhere or give them a bit of a ladder or a bit of a step. But often actually moving their beds, I mean, cats are pretty independent and they sleep where they sleep. Mm. And you don't they have do. much control over it. Yes. So that's but providing them sort of easier access I think to easy things. Access, and yeah. And they do like to sit up high. Yes. So, you know, still giving them th- that, ability that ability to get up there. Yeah. Um, but certainly if they're getting old, check them out, get them checked over by your vet. Mm-hmm. And what about outdoor cats? Or actually, before we get to that, indoor cats and, and diet, is uh, would there be any changes? Well, indoor cats, again, it, indoor cats tend to put weight on anyway, mm. So and they tend to get bored. So indoor cats are the ones you really have to exercise. But other things you could think about are like feeding balls, so that you can put dry food in the ball and they have to chase it around to get it out. Okay, And yeah. then it kind of occupies them and gives them a little bit of exercise. So that's always a good idea. Yeah. Would you feed them more uh, wet food as well to keep up the, the liquids? No, or? I mean... I'm, I'm not a big fan of wet food. You're not, so yeah, I, I know. I mean, my yeah. cat doesn't get any wet food, yeah. <laughs> so no. No, okay, that was easy. <laughs> Other people may disagree, but yeah, yeah I just hate the smell. Yes, in and when it goes in and when it comes anyway. out too. Yeah, so. <laughs> so outdoor cats, um, obviously all cats uh, need to come indoors overnight. Yes. Uh, but if your cat does spend time outside, what are some things that you need to consider? Well, I guess, I mean, if it's got an outdoor shelter, raise it off the ground, make sure it's dry and warm. Cat flaps are really good, you know. Yes. Yes, so get a cat flap, um, but make sure you train your cat to come in at night, um, which you can do by calling it, giving it treats, and then you can lock the cat flap so it can't get out. Garages and cats, actually. We were talking about this mm. while the song was I think playing. Absolutely. Um, we need to be mindful that cats can get into cars, so uh, engines and, and mud flaps to stay warm mm-hmm. and out of the climate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the best thing to do is to check these um, yes. when you're heading in to work so just give yourself because a couple of minutes they'll head there because it's warm you know so. absolutely um and it has happened I, I i know many cases um when i first started working at the home i did a, a reunion story with a cat mm. that got into a, a mud flap and traveled for about five or so cases. so not a long mm. distance but still quite scary this person parked their car and then the cat just crawled out and then mm. they were like very surprised obviously yes. i remember um, it happening when i was a kid and oh, yeah? going to school and yeah. our cat I think mum stopped to go to the bank or the ATM or something oh it happened to if you ha- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah if they had ATMs back then yeah. um, and the cat jumped out yes. yeah so it does happen it's really common yeah and so they, can, they can get injured in there Absolutely. So do uh, check the mud flaps as well as uh, the engine, the bonnet of your car. Uh, and um, just finally, feeding time. If you're leaving cat food outside for your cat, I guess it could freeze, although not so likely here. No, um, but if you live in the fringe, sort of uh, outer parts of, of Melbourne or mm. Victoria, it can get quite cold. Mm. But I guess the other thing about feeding your cat outdoors, it's better if you feed your cat indoors because that way you're encouraging it to come in at night, whereas okay. if you're feeding it outdoors, it's going to stay out. And also, if you're feeding outdoors, All sorts of things can eat that food, and that's probably not ideal. That was Dr Alan Bolton from the Lost Dogs Home and Pets Lab presenter Oz talking about how we can keep our cats happy and healthy during winter. If you have any questions about your cat's health or well-being, have a chat with your vet. You can also make an appointment at the Frank Samways Vet Clinic by calling 9329 2755 or by visiting us at One Boundary Road, North Melbourne.
During winter, it's also very important to take care of smaller pets, like rabbits and guinea pigs. These animals should be brought indoors, as they are especially susceptible to cold weather. Now, finding the motivation to exercise can be hard at the best of times, let alone during winter when it's cold and wet outside. Coming up next, Kevin from the Lost Dogs Home is going to share why it's so important for us to keep active with our pets during winter. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Today we're talking all about winter pet care. As the days become colder and wetter, it's tempting just to kick back and become a bit of a couch potato. But just like it is for us humans, maintaining an exercise regime during winter is equally as important for our pets. It keeps them happy and healthy and also prevents them from stacking on those winter kilos. Another great thing is that our pets can actually help motivate us to get moving, which is always a good thing. I'm actually pretty lucky because my dogs uh, always catch potatoes anyway. So even during winter, um, they still get their daily walk every day for about, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes Um, And they're quite happy with that. So they're happy to go out for their stroll and then return to their position on the couch of sleeping. Mm, That's easy then. And I guess, (laughs) yeah, if it's not pouring rain outside, we'll go and play out in the backyard as well. But I do consider myself lucky that, just like me, my dogs are also couch potatoes. Well, my my previous dogs were extremely high energy. um, So they did, you know, they did sleep through the night, but they did also tend to need a lot of exercise. So I used to take them to the dog park every day. Even during winter. Rain, much hail every day or shine? Yep. Maybe not yep. hail, but rain or shine. I don't think it ever hailed. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. Even during rain. Um, they, they don't really care if it's raining. I think no. it's only the humans that yeah, well, just I had, put on a raincoat. Yeah, I had right. rain jackets for the dogs as well. So <laughs> Keep them nice and, and dry or as dry as possible. Yeah. Then my dogs definitely don't care. When we first um, adopted one of our dogs, we adopted him when he was five months old. And he loved the rain and loved the water. Oh. And any puddle, any puddle he could find was just heaven. He would <laughs> roll around in it. And get as wet as possible but uh yeah it can be hard to find the motivation to get out and about and keep active with our pets so let's hear from kevin from the lost dogs home about why it's so important and uh, he's also going to share some ideas on how we can keep active it does like consistency so if during summer and spring we're all happy we're getting out and about and exercising our dogs and all of that kind of thing and then all of a sudden it becomes winter and we're all sitting inside watching netflix or you know watching tv our dogs are going to get bored because they're not keeping their mental and physical stimulation up so it's really important to make sure that you still get your dog out for a walk because or, or do some training with them or something like that because otherwise they get bored and if they get bored they get destructive so what are some activities you could do outside during winter to keep your dog nice and active? Your dog's not going to mind if you actually go out for a walk in the rain. Uh, you can purchase a little raincoat for them as well as one for yourself. It's more about us than about our dogs. They're all, always happy to go rain, hail or shine. But, you know, it, it's just keeping them dry and making sure when you get home you give them a towel down, that kind of thing. You can also go out to the backyard and hide some treats around so that they have something to do, something to forage. Instead of just feeding them in their bowl, you could also think about uh, throwing their food out, scattering it out across the yard so that they have to search for it and find all their food. And outside, even just taking the ball out and playing with them, but also doing sort of obedience training, that kind of stuff as well. So what about senior pets? If you have an old dog, you really need to take it slow because... A lot of older dogs tend to start getting arthritis and they hurt during winter just like we do because when it gets cold 
So just about not going at a too fast a pace, so keeping that pace really quiet for them, slow for them, depending on what they're capable of. What activities could you perhaps do with a dog inside? Is it somewhere where you could perhaps continue your obedience training with them? Inside, there's so many different things that you can do. Uh, you can play hide and seek with your dog. So if you get someone to sit with them in another room and you go and hide yourself and then they're allowed to leave and they have to try and find you. And you could also hide some treats around the house and, and get them to search for them and, and find them. There's plenty of other activities that you can do inside as well. So teaching them tricks or teaching them you know, continuing on with their obedience training. exercises do your dogs do during winter? My dogs, they love winter because they come inside and we do trick training and that kind of stuff as well. And it's a lot of fun and then they play with each other and then they're tired by the end of it and they fall asleep on the couch. And that's fine because they've had that burst of stimulation where they've got out all of their energy and then they're exhausted for the rest of the night. Our dogs, um, you know, really need that continual training and consistency from you in terms of the exercise that they would have had normally if it was nice outside. That was Kevin, our fellow Pets Aloud presenter and team member at the Lost Dogs Home, talking about how we can keep active with our dogs during winter. For all the cat owners out there, it's also really important to make sure that your feline is getting enough exercise. Around 20 minutes of exercise per day is ideal. If your cat has access to go outside, they'll usually get this exercise by themselves. If you have an indoor cat, you'll need to be a bit more involved and have some playtime with them to get them up off the couch. As well as some physical activity, this also gives some quality bonding time together as well. Fishing type, toy type toys are a great option. Um, there's a cat toy called De Bird, which is a feathery type thing on the end of a string attached to a stick that you wave around. Cats have a lot of fun uh, chasing and playing with the feathery toy and it's a perfect form of exercise for them. And also you can consider uh, walking your cat if you have an indoor cat. Um, I, I have a cat and I walk around lead and then I look like a crazy person on the street, but um, some cats actually really enjoy it, so that's an option too. Um, and alternatively, you can, you'll probably find that a scrunched up piece of paper used as a ball will be a huge source of entertainment for your cat. Some cats can even learn to play fetch. <laughs> Look, they can walk on leads, they can yep, play fetch. They can They're just, like, <laughs> just as awesome as dogs. Um, of course, with any homemade toys, just make sure there are no parts that can come off um, and become a choking hazard. Now, winter is a busy time of year for shelters like the Lost Dogs Home and we really need your support to help us care for the thousands of animals who will come through our doors. Up next, we'll tell you how you can make a difference to animals in need this winter. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Are you looking for a furry little friend to claw their way into your life? Meow. Why not visit Robin's Nest Animal Rescue and introduce yourself to Benson, Newman, Gracie and all the other furry friends in need of a warm and loving home or even just a friendly visit. At Robin's Nest Animal Rescue, the dedicated volunteers will walk you through the adoption and volunteer process and be there to answer all your questions. For furry details, please contact Megan on 0478 260 267. Allowed on 94.9. Each year, more than 26,000 animals come through the doors of the Lost Dogs Home in need of shelter and care. Some are unwanted, some abandoned, and some others are the victim of abuse or neglect. Many of these animals need extra care and attention from our staff and volunteers to help them on their journey towards finding a new home. We have a range of programs in place to help give these animals the best possible chance at a happy, healthy future. 
Each year, thousands of animals undergo surgery at our shelter hospital, and this can be anything ranging from desexing and minor procedures all the way up to major surgeries. Hundreds of timid and under-socialised dogs go through our behavioural program, where they receive training to help them overcome behavioural matters and prepare them for adoption, also ensuring they enjoy smooth transition into their new home. And many animals also need to spend time in our foster care program, allowing them to grow, recover and rehabilitate in a loving home environment before they return to the shelter for adoption. And as most of you would know, thousands of animals find loving new homes and new lease on life through our adoption program. Whether you're a pet owner or an animal lover, or both, there are lots of ways that you can help change the lives of animals in need this winter. And the first is to donate. Over winter, we're expecting around 5,000 animals to come through our doors in need of shelter and care. And the programs we just mentioned, shelter medicine, behavioural, foster care and adoption, are just some of the ways we help give these animals a second chance. But they wouldn't be possible without the generous support of animal lovers like you. And this winter and all throughout the year, every single year, there's a constant stream of animals coming through the doors of our shelters. They need us, but we can't do it without you. So if you are able to, please do consider making a donation to support our work caring for animals. Every little bit really does help. To make a donation, please visit dogshome.com or give us a call on 93292755. Another thing you can do to help would be to adopt an animal, of course. Um, giving a second chance to a shelter animal is probably one of the most rewarding things you can do, and they will pay you tenfold. At the Lost Dogs Home, we have so many wonderful pets waiting to find families who will give them the lifetime of love and care they deserve. Whether you're looking to get a new dog or cat, we have so many animals up for adoption, meaning there's a wide variety of ages and personality types. From the chilled-out couch potatoes to the playful go-getters, there's sure to be a dog or cat who's a perfect match for you. Our adoptable pets have profiles online at dogshome.com. You can also meet them at our North Melbourne or Campaspe shelters. Our North Melbourne shelter is located at 2 Gracie Street, North Melbourne, while our Campaspe shelter can be found at 520 Mackenzie Road, Echuca. And another thing you can do to help is become a foster carer. So sometimes the dogs and cats in our care need some extra TLC before they'll be ready for adoption, and that's where our amazing foster carers step in. Foster carers open their homes and hearts to animals who need temporary care outside of the shelter environment. So these animals might be too young for adoption, recovering from surgery, or in need of some extra training or TLC. Now, with foster care periods lasting anywhere from two days to four weeks, it's a terrific way to give a pet some rest and relaxation in a home environment, uh, and it also helps to create a central space at our shelters as well. All expenses are covered by the Lost Dogs Home, so all you really need to provide is your time and lots of love, of course. For more info and to apply to become a foster carer, visit dogshome.com. And uh, volunteering. Um, volunteers are very valued members of our community who kindly donate their time to support the day-to-day -day operations of the Lost Dogs Home. They help us change the lives of the thousands of animals that come into our care each year. To put it simply, we couldn't do without them. Um, we do offer a variety of volunteer opportunities to suit different skill sets. So if you do want to get involved and make a difference, volunteering at the Lost Dogs Home is a great way for you to do this while you gain experience in the animal welfare sector and meet like-minded people. For any more information and how to apply, um, please visit dogshome.com. Um, and are we in particular need of any kinds of volunteers at the moment? Uh, I would say at the moment we're mostly looking for cat enrichment volunteers. Um, we're quite full for dog enrichment volunteers, but we do um, 
we do always take applications and we do take people on um, where it needed. But yeah, for the most part, um, cat enrichment. And there are a few new positions opening up very soon. So watch this space. So people can just keep an eye out at dogshome.com and we'll put some info up there very soon. Yes. Uh, and finally... Uh, a super easy thing you can do to help animals in need is to advocate. If you're not able to adopt, foster, donate or volunteer, or even if you are, you can still help by telling your family, friends and colleagues about the work of animal shelters like the Lost Dogs Home and about all of the amazing shelter pets in need of new homes. Who knows, you might even inspire someone to adopt or get involved. Word of mouth can go a long way, and especially these days, the power of social media can go a really long way. So those are just some of the ways you can help animals in need this winter. If you'd like to learn more about the work of the Lost Dogs Home or if you want to get involved, you'll find plenty of info on our website at dogshome.com. And we've almost reached the end of another show. But before we go, we're going to tell you about some of the pet-friendly and animal-themed events happening around town. That's up next in Dog Dates. You're tuned to Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Your pet's community calendar. This is Dog Dates. the one dog date this week, the Lost Dogs Home Mobile Cat Desexing at Werribee. Uh, this is on the 22nd and the 23rd of June at the Wyndham Civic Centre, 45 Princes Highway, Werribee. In partnership with Wyndham City Council, the Lost Dogs Home is offering heavily discounted male cat desexing for just $50. Concession also available. Unfortunately, all female appointments have booked out. Uh, free microchipping is also being offered, which is ordinarily valued at $30, as well as complimentary, complimentary animal registration with Wyndham City Council until the, April the 9th, 2017. Cats need to be in good health and aged between nine weeks and eight years old. This initiative is only open to residents of Wyndham City Council and bookings are essential. As mentioned, female cat appointments have already booked out. Uh, to, to place your female cat on the waiting notification list, please email your name, phone number and suburb to events at dogshome.com. Appointments for male cats are still available, and but bookings are essential. And that does bring us to the end of another edition of Pets Allowed. Before we go, just a quick reminder of our pet of the week. It is Bear, a two-year-old Mastiff Cross, very friendly, cuddly dog who is looking for his forever home. He's up for adoption at our North Melbourne shelter, and you can learn more about him at dogshome.com. Coming up next is Aaron bringing you the latest indie and alternative hits with Sass. Did you miss any of the show today? Don't worry, you can podcast it via our profile page at joy.org.au slash pets allowed. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to walk your dogs and pat your cats. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.